0: 1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says recovery recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on transformationtalkradio.com. Hi. Welcome, Transformation Talk listeners. This is Ellen Stewart, and the show is Recovery Recharged, and I am with the wonderful Dr. Pat.
1: Yeah, boy. I'm loving what we're about to talk about.
0: Yes, we are. This is is a really important topic, and it's a very sensitive topic, and I want to try to really communicate personally with all of the women out there that may be struggling with this. It's very difficult. The topic today is the biggest challenges women face in recovery. And for me, that's a very personal topic. I'm in recovery for three decades. I remember what it was like when I started. And all of the clients that I work with as well, I find that there are specific things that are pertinent to women trying to get clean and sober, and trying to maintain their recovery. I wanted to point out some things. First of all, men and women do use drugs for different reasons. I find that most women, like myself, started using to escape some of the personal problems in my life. Maybe I had low self-esteem issues, or I felt like I wasn't good enough and the in order to to make myself feel better i started using and sometimes that happens with women more than men and i also found that women's issues in addiction are sometimes harder to spot you know because women are very closed when it comes to these things mm. I found that um,
1: women don't want to admit they have that kind of a problem.
0: You know what I mean, Dr. Pat? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I do. Um, Because there is a sense, I think, that we don't talk about. um, There's a sense that I can do it all. You know, I can get out there. I can work the job. I can raise the children. I could put food on the table. I can do this. And at some times, it's a very isolated situation. Where, yeah, maybe you can, but when it comes time for you to talk about what all of that really weighs on you, there's no place to go. And there's no easy place to go. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you can go to places, but that initial moment where you feel like everything is caving in.
0: I know. And it's not only that, but like you said before, it's that wonder woman complex. Yeah. I need to be perfect. I have to do the great, I have to be the best mother. I have to be the best wife. I have to be the best woman executive or housewife or whatever. I have to be the best. I'm the matriarch. I'm the leader. I cannot fall short of these responsibilities. Yeah. And when that happens, Everything else that's happening to the individual woman gets pushed down, just pushed down. And that feeling of, I can do this. I'm not going to tell anybody that I'm struggling because I don't want to look like I'm going to fail, or I don't want to look like I'm not that perfect mother or wife or or partner. So I find that many women like myself were closeted alcoholics and yeah. addicts right yeah so so the kids go off to school and you're having a glass of wine to say oh all right i got through breakfast or i i got through lunch and before i do the laundry and before i make dinner maybe i can just relax a little bit with a glass or two or or something else so the the issues themselves for women are harder to spot and the admitting when a woman has a problem she's probably the last person to realize it because she doesn't want to admit that that one glass of wine has turned into three glasses of right. wine or four glasses of wine right um, and I think also that women tend to be more embarrassed by their addiction I, don't I think there's more shame
1: yes. I think there there is an idea of shame and the and the shame comes from the place that you know generations of women have come before and have done you know the 10 or 15 things that women are supposed to do and yet at the same time the inner conflict about that and what you know what they may be giving up on the inside to do that is not only not recognized but it's not there's not an open forum to talk about it now i think we've gone We've got leap years, right? I mean, this is yes. a leap year, but leap years to providing ways for for women to come forward. I mean, you're you're the example. You're the person that <laughs> provides the methodology or the way for exactly. women to come forward and have a voice. But the question is, how difficult is it for us to ask for help? See, that's the thing right there, isn't it? Yes, it absolutely is. You know,
0: it's not like that guy that doesn't want to stop at the gas station and ask directions. So what did we do? We invented GPS, so men don't have to be embarrassed to ask for directions. Right. <laughs> <But> <laughs> that was the whole invention behind GPS, so men wouldn't feel stupid about asking where I'm. That's going right. I. But um, but for women, it's I don't want to let anybody know that I have a weakness. I don't want to let anybody know that I'm not perfect because we want to be perfect because we seem to be power of example, not only to the kids, but to the husband and to the world. And it's so difficult for women. So what happens? We find out in different ways. Sometimes women, they don't get into trouble like men, all right? It's easy for, um, for us to tell when a man is, is struggling because maybe they'll get arrested, they'll go to jail, they'll do badly in school. But women don't have that. They don't have that. They don't usually get arrested. They don't usually end up in jail. Not all of them. But um, women are so ashamed of who they are because it's not only about the drinking or the drugging; it's about their character. They yeah. believe it's a direct attack on who they are as people. Yeah. And when when they find out that they really need to be need help in other ways, then women will reach out. Maybe they won't reach out about the drink or the drug, but they'll reach out because their self esteem is low, or they'll reach out because. They want to um, work on self-development. They want to meditate. They want to get out there and develop themselves as a whole person. And part of that is realizing how detrimental it is to be an addict or be an alcoholic.
1: I mean, isn't it really out of the gate? I mean, let's just talk about it out of the gate because we have uh, a dual standard here. Um, and the dual standard goes back to the original formation of 12-step programs. The dual standard has to do with men really are the drunks, right? <laughs> they, 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 they're, they're the ones. They drink. And boy, let me tell you, yeah, they got a really good reason to drink. But that goes back, way back to the inception of getting help, period. You yeah. know, what, what are you women worried about? what why why would you why would you have an addiction issue when your life is just great and look at how we're taking care of you i mean that's a story that goes way way back even before that right oh. Sure, absolutely. Well, look, you know the men
0: were were working, you know, all kinds of hours during the day. They were also the ones owning the bars, owning the restaurants, being exposed to all of this. And women were supposed to stay at home, take care of the kids, and kind of live happily ever after. But that is completely non-existent today. Certainly, um, with with women working just as much as men and and all kinds of partnerships today, There's no such thing as um, a woman is just supposed to be okay on her own. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And and guess what? We've got some really good news about this. Because while it may take us as women a little bit longer to come to the gate, we've got an interesting statistic to share about this. What happens when women actually go through the gate? And the reason that we talk about this differently is because men and women don't have the same needs or requirements. The thing they have in common is addiction. Let's take a short break, right? Ellen, when we come back, we're gonna be talking about the nuances of this. And the reason this is so important to this, Ellen, is that this is now the time, the generation, the decade to shed the shame And know that women can go and be be treated fairly, that there are safe places, and your work is is that place. Uh, Let's take a short break. When we come back, let's talk about this. But more importantly, what is it about this form of addiction, right, where women walk through the gate and may decide to stay longer? What do you think about that? I
0: think there are great statistics here. Women stay there, and we've got some great things to talk about, about how successful women can be in recovery.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uber successful. Yeah, yes. let's take a shorty. We'll be right back here. And just so you know, if you've tuned in late, folks, you're listening to Recovery Recharged with Ellen Stewart-Pushy Broad from the Rocks, and I get to do this fabulous show with her. Yeah, both of us have a lot to say about this topic. We'll be right back.
2: Dream on, fly high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio. As host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on transformationtalkradio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit burnbrighttoday.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? (laughs) Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world, one listener at a time. If you've ever had a broken heart, you know how painful that can be and how long it can sometimes take to heal it. I'm Megan Edge, author of The Heart's Journey, Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook, published with Balboa Press and Hay House. In The Heart's Journey, I share with you my own heartbreak and how I healed it through the beautiful hearts that found me in nature. From taking photographs of these hearts for myself, I've created this beautiful toolkit, which includes the guidebook, which has my story, how to work with Oracle Cards as a healing tool, and the story of each of these hearts as they cross my path. I've also created a beautiful journal. There's a pen, a bookmark, and of course, the 42 Healing Hearts Oracle Cards. You can order The Heart's Journey, Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook through my website, meganedge.ca, through Balboa Press, Amazon, and many other places online or your local shops. I look forward to hearing about your heart's healing.
0: This ain't your daddy's toolbox. Are you ready to empower yourself with the right tools to support your body from the inside out? Join the oil lounge as they guide you in building your wellness toolbox of essential oils and plant-based products. It's time to ditch the toxins we're exposed to on a daily basis. The Oil Lounge is committed to sharing the value of essential oils. They offer simple and easy ways to use these life-enhancing products
1: without breaking the bank. Are you ready to start building your everyday wellness toolbox? Visit theoillounge.com today.
0: Okay. We're back with Recovery Recharged, Ellen Stewart, and the illustrious Dr. Pat. We're talking about the biggest challenges women face in recovery. Yeah. And um, we wanted to talk just before the uh, commercial break, Dr. Pat was talking about how productive it is for women to seek help and go into recovery. And some of the statistics are amazing the smaller percentage of women go into recovery, mean, meaning about 30% of the population of addiction treatment centers have women in them, okay, 30%. But the people, the women that go into treatment, evidence-based research says that they stay in recovery longer. So they, once they get there, they realize how important it is and really begin to work a program of recovery. And that's one of the reasons why I do what I do Mm -hmm. Because when I started to get clean and sober, I turned around and said to myself, so now that I have this whole new life and now that I can see things without mood altering substances in my being, how do I change the rest of my life? What else is going on for me? that I need to work on. And that's why I decided to be a recovery coach. Because when a woman goes into recovery and is in early recovery, there is a struggle to maintain that recovery. Yeah. Because a lot of other things are going on in a woman's life. There could be trauma and abuse. A lot of women have picked up a drink or a drug because of a terrible physical or mental abusive situation, they're pushed forward by trauma. Or there could be another diagnosis going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anxiety, depression, bipolar, borderline. So once you clear the substances from your body, then all of a sudden you have to
1: deal with the rest of
0: your life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that is really the missing link right? Because there's, we see this a lot, you know, all you got to do is watch some of the commercials, right? And you could see where people could go to get help. You don't see where they go after they come out of those places, right? right? It's (laughs) like, oh, they're going to go in there. And then it's like, well, what do they do after? What happens to the family? How are the family introduced to the process?
0: Exactly. People think that they go into treatment, and and in treatment, they sprinkle magic dust on you, (laughs) and then all of a sudden, you're cured, you're fixed, it's over, you don't have that problem anymore. But that's not what happens. The addictive brain is always there. What treatment does is to give you the ability to learn new things so that you can put that disease of addiction into remission. But it's remission. It's not cure. And in order to sustain that recovery, that's what a recovery coach does, and then helps you deal with the rest of your life. How do you now think differently? How do you feel differently? How do you act differently? But some of the things that happen with women in early sobriety is not only dealing with the dual diagnosis, but many of them have cross addiction. Yeah. So they may have stopped drinking or drugging, But now the food disorder addiction is kicking up and the compulsive overeating starts or the smoking starts again or some some other kind of addiction to replace the one that they have already tried to treat. So this really goes on for women in a in a very big way. And then realizing that once you go in or once you start to get clean and sober, whether or not you're in a treatment center, you don't have to, you can work with a recovery coach, you can go to meetings, not everybody goes to treatment. But when you come out of treatment, then you can't come back and become that perfect woman all over again, cooking perfect meals and dealing with the kids and, (sighs) and living life the same way, the same way it took you down to begin with. And that's what people don't understand. It's a complete life change.
1: It is a life change. And here's part of what, let's talk about sort of some of the real tangible um, challenges that happen. And this is really the work that you look at and the work that you do. You may not think this is like even important, right, Ellen? But imagine you decide to get help, right? For those of you out there, I want to make sure you take down Ellen's number here in a minute. But imagine you decide to get help, right? Here is an interesting thing. One, you, you don't know how to talk about what you're doing, one. Two, you don't know who to tell what you're doing or any guideline about that. Three, once you're finished with doing it, you're not quite sure how to become socially engaged when people are trying to shove a martini in front of you, right? And you somehow take it in your hand because you think you need to. And these are some of the things I just want to say, these are the essentials of life after treatment, that if we don't help women with this, life after treatment, right? They're not going to know what to say or what to do. Ellen, how many times have you heard stories of women who relapse because they don't have the right language or they're not sure how to say to their family and their husbands you know when when a drink is put in front of them oh you're not a, you're not you're not an alcoholic <laughs> right all the time really it or, happens all the time all the time
0: right. Just like I said before, the you know, families are so concerned about everything, so that they send people into the rooms, into the Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous rooms, or they send them to a formally treatment center. And as soon as the woman comes back, they think, okay, everything's fine now, everything's okay, you don't have a problem anymore. And this woman is completely terrified. Yeah. Totally terrified yeah. to come back to the family. And be the woman that she has to be. Yeah. Learn how to really communicate with the family, which is also what a recovery coach does. Talking to the family about the fact that this is a family problem. Yeah. This is a family disease. You have to learn the language of recovery. You have to understand everybody's limitations, everybody's assets and everybody's liabilities. What is the family doing to help this woman coming out of treatment or coming out of, you know, into recovery, how is the family helping
1: this woman continue to stay clean and sober? That's what this is about. Let me ask you a couple of questions around this, because I know we 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 absolutely want to talk about a term that is out there now, dual diagnosis. We want to talk yes. about that term. That's like sure. a term, right? Sure. Yes. Uh, but we also want to talk about the confusion people have between alcohol and drugs as well, right? Okay. Yes. And uh, and let's just be really clear, right? We're we're kind of not stepping out. We're talking about addiction. Yes, addiction. We're talking about addiction. Yes, addiction. It could
0: be any mood-altering substance, meaning alcohol and drugs. It's all linked together, according to the American Society of Addiction Medicine, the American Medical Association. Alcohol and drugs is the same thing when it comes to addiction, okay? It's a mood-altering substance. But it's not only those kinds of things. Your prescription drug medication you may be abusing, the pain pills after surgery, and also other addictions, gambling, video gaming, compulsive overeating, which can, you know, maybe in in, a, in the worst sense, lead to anorexia or bulimia. We're talking about compulsive, compulsivity, the use of an artificial substance or an outside substance to try to suppress what's going on inside of you. And it becomes compulsive. You cannot stop it. It's any kind of addiction.
1: Well, and, and, well, and also too... Just because we're talking about addiction, when you set the stage earlier today, we're really looking at, at, at women in this particular show. And there's very good reason for that, Ellen, right? I mean, there, the statistics really pinpoint how addiction and the causes of addiction are different for women than they are with men. And I'm not talking across the board, meaning there, surely there are similarities, but oh, we are taught right but we're talking that there're just some ways about this and information and science will tell you that one women react different to alcohol and drugs and and so forth so isn't it important to not have a one size fits all recovery program most definitely there are many different kinds of
0: recovery programs out there The best thing about someone like myself, a recovery coach, is that when you work with individuals, you tailor a recovery program specifically to that individual. What's going on with them? And women especially need to be treated gently and carefully and with a great amount of sensitivity. And And I like to do that in a personal way because I've been through it myself. Sitting here with over three decades of recovery, I understand what women are going through. I understand how difficult it is, how proud we are, how much we want to be perfect, how difficult it is to say that you're proud to be in recovery. And that's yeah. why, especially today, I wanted to reach out to women, but maybe to that one particular woman that I'm talking to today, that mm. maybe is still on the fence or is, is in early recovery and doesn't know how to navigate a few things and doesn't want to fall back into the same patterns that led her to treatment to begin with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And even if you're listening to the show and you're thinking to yourself, I'm not that person, the statistics will uh, have demonstrated that even if it's not you, you know, somebody you're concerned about. And that's what we're going to talk about, too, when we come back. Right. You know, we're going to talk about what it means to be looking at relationships, the aspects of life and how these things set you up for success or failure if they go unchecked, right? Isn't that what yes. we, yeah. And that's, Absolutely. I think, important because when people say, I don't need a coach, or right? What, what we're not really taking into consideration is that first holiday party you go to, uncharted territory. How do you do it? Do you even go? How about that wedding that, you know, three months, of recovery, now you're invited to a wedding. Who do you talk to? Do you go, do you not go? And what happens if you, you listening, know somebody that could use help? Are you feeling like you can't intervene? Well, those and lots more when we come back. Uh, Ellen, before we have to break, how can people find out more about you? very easily go to pushabroadfromthebronx.com. click on the
0: link that says Recovery Recharge to have a phone call with me, or call my toll-free number 800-889-1757. I am here to help.
1: Yeah, boy, I'm telling you. And women, ladies, just saying we need the help in this arena. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Tap into the wisdom of animals, angels, and masters with Darcy Pariso on Animal Soul Wisdom Radio. Tune in monthly as Darcy brings insights on how to better understand and deepen our relationships with animals. Working with light and pureness of ancient techniques, Darcy, healer, animal communicator, and medium is here to guide you through this process and provide inspiration to move forward. For more information about working with Darcy, visit DarcyPariso.com. Are you truly ready to experience overflow in every area of your life? Are you ready to go from limited to limitless? Imagine starting your week off with a deeper connection to the God consciousness. It's time for you to feel inspired, uplifted, and shifted. I invite you to join me, Tracy L, online or in person for our Soul Sundays. Start your week off feeling empowered and ready to serve and expand the miracles waiting for you. Has your buzz for life buzzed off? Feeling ignored, invisible, and wondering if this is really all there is? The years go by faster as we gain momentum. You're halfway there. Are you gathering speed or puttering out? Hit your stride for the liberating half of life. Comfortable in your skin? You can do better than that. Tune in to Discovering You Again Radio every fourth Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as host Susan Axelrod encourages listeners to decide what they want, get inspired to action, and face challenges head-on. Host Susan Axelrod pulls no punches, encouraging you to grab the brass ring and soar. For more information about Susan, go to www.whatwillyourlegacybe.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Yep, I'm Dr. Pat. I get to hang out here and do this fabulous show, Recovery Recharged, is Ellen Stewart's show. She is the pushy broad from the Bronx, and this is a body of work that she does uh, where folks that don't even know what they don't know about getting help pick up the phone and call her, whether it's you Or you don't know what to do about your teenager or you don't know what to do about your best friend. Or, I mean, I could go on, but this is where you're, we're seeing the landscape of recovery change because Ellen, what you've done is you've looked at this just as I have and have said, wait a minute, this is great that all of this is being done. But what happens when the person either walks out of that treatment center and goes on to their lives, and they're never told what to do or how to do it or who to call. And certainly, you work in conjunction with the 12-step programs, too. So I think for people listening, we also are sharing today for women what some of the potholes are that we step into that we're ashamed to have the problem, then we're ashamed to admit that we're having a problem with the problem. (laughs) Right? Absolutely right. It's
0: just one big cycle of guilt and shame.
1: Oh my God, it is.
0: It is. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I know. And, And I'm laughing because it was me. Okay. Because I understand what that's like. You, you begin to learn about 12 steps. You begin either to go to meetings or, or you are lucky enough to be in treatment and you come out. But then you're faced with the same kind of problems. You have to go back to your family. You have to deal with the kids. You have to maybe deal with a relationship, with a partnership. And one of the major pitfalls for women is navigating that partnership. What is your love relationship like? Did it take you down before? Is it something that you can work on now? Or even more importantly, do you have to let that relationship go? So it's going to take a great deal of courage to move forward. You know, it, when you're beginning to get, maybe you've got 30 days clean and sober, or maybe you're in a treatment program for 30 days or even longer, and then you come out of that program, then you need the handholding it's really easy in treatment because you're in an, in a bubble you're in an yeah. umbrella nobody you you can't you can't find anything you're in <laughs> a bubble world okay it's wonderful you've got a good head start but then you come out into the real world it's like walking into ongoing traffic yeah <laughs> yeah you know it's like now what what do i do now this is where you need the hand holding this is where you need the recovery coach to take yeah. you by the end and say, one step at a time, let's deal with problems in a totally different way so that you don't go right back, so that you don't relapse. And that's what people do. In the first six months to the first year of staying clean and sober is the largest amount of relapse. Yeah. Women have the greater chance of relapsing in the first six months to the year than they do five years down the road.
1: Yeah. And so, let me ask you a question. Do you, uh, l- let's talk about what it means then to go through relapse and, you know, whether or not you could muster up enough of what it takes to get back into some form of program. W- what do we know about that?
0: Well, you know, in terms of relapse, women mostly do will relapse quicker and then come back quicker because they'll realize what's happening. The best thing about women in recovery is they're very conscious about their whole being, their self-development, their feelings of self-esteem. They really want to work on themselves. And then when you spend a little time with a recovery coach, when something is not going right, you immediately know it right away. It's like putting on an uncomfortable pair of shoes. You immediately know this isn't going to be good. And No matter what, relapses, especially as I work with with people in recovery, I always handle them with kindness and gentleness. I don't judge anything. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to relapse. So we pick ourselves up. We dust ourselves off. We look at it. And the fact that you want to come back into recovery and do it again is the first step to getting better. Yeah, The fact that you are not going to stay down. You're going to pick yourself up and move forward. And I'm going to take you by the hand and help you do that. Yeah. Because that's what a recovery coach does, one step at a time. We learn from our relapses. Right. I've always told my clients, you don't lose your recovery. Everything that I teach you or everything that you learn in the rooms, you don't lose. The only, what you lose in a relapse is your clean date. Your clean date has changed. But everything you've learned in recovery is still there, and now we have to build on it, and we have to move forward. And you're not a less, less of a person, and and, and you're, not, you're not to feel guilty or shameful, and it doesn't matter what anybody says to you. You're going to pick yourself up and start over again, because as long as you're alive, there's hope, and we're going to walk that walk together.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what I- we do. And I think that part of this we talked about before was that, uh, and, I, and I'm very clear about this one point, if we could really grasp the idea that you don't know what you don't know about this, and that really is quite okay. It's yes. really okay. Yes. Right? I
0: understand. Yes. The one, the one big thing that I try to teach in recovery is, You know, as women, we always try to have all the answers. I'm telling you now, all the women out there, you don't need to have all the answers. And when you realize that you don't have to have all the answers, the amount of freedom that you feel, the amount of liberation you feel with, I'm just going to be a sponge. I'm just going to feel new things and I'm going to have new information come at me. And I won't have to be responsible for controlling or manipulating anybody else's life. I am just going to sit back and absorb what recovery truly means. And have someone like the Pushy Broad or Recovery Coach help me navigate my day so that it so I can live in a whole new way. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of thing that, that, I, that I love doing with women especially because they absorb so easily and they're willing and able to, to get started. So anybody that is out there, if you're struggling or you're thinking about it or you're in early recovery, take the time to talk to me. I want to hear about you. I want to hear if you're proud in recovery. I want to hear if you're struggling in recovery. I want to hear if you have a problem in relationships or with your kids around all of this. It's my passion to help.
1: Yeah, I think the the other thing too that we should point out is, you know, there are changes that will happen both behaviorally and cognitively. And when we start to think about the changes to the brain, And the science about that and the changes to the brain, you know, we can't really emphasize enough how everything becomes a set of newness. So, for example, let's talk about this because this is different for women. Here you are. What are some of the concerns with relapse? Well, you know, the hardest thing for folks to do is not to replace that thing. And one of the things that it gets replaced with is a relationship. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm barely taking care of myself, but let me go out and get this relationship rolling. Exactly one of the biggest things that women struggle
0: with is relationships because they're codependent around it to begin with. And it can be a partnership. It can be a love relationship or it could be the dependency they have in taking care of their children. Yeah. They come home and they place all this attention on other people, which was the reason that brought them for the most part to the addiction to begin with. Women feel guilty and shameful focusing the attention on themselves. Yeah. They don't feel like they deserve to focus the attention on themselves. They have to focus the attention on everybody else. Their husbands, their partners, their children. But we deserve our own attention. And you know what they say on an airplane when you sit down? you You put your oxygen mask on first before you put the oxygen mask on your child. It's your privilege and your right to be who you are and be proud of it and to concentrate on you because the more caring you do about you, the more you're able to care for someone else. So when women can come out of this and say, I do love myself and I care about myself and it doesn't mean that I care about anybody any less but now I come first in a good way and a healthy way. And when they turn that corner, the chance for relapse really decreases. Yeah. It really, really does.
1: What what in your opinion, and this I know this is a body of work you do with women. And 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 it's not that women are the only gender that have abuse issues. Because uh-huh. I think, you know, we, we can talk about that. And, you know, I mean, we think about the landscape of abuse. It really doesn't have any limits. But yeah. what's, isn't it really difficult, maybe more difficult for women than men to be, now here I am, I'm in recovery, and I'm going back to that same abusive relationship? And, you know, I use the word abuse really expansively because I'm yes. talking about verbal abuse. People don't recognize verbal and emo- emotional abuse oh, as it's abuse. it's a really
0: big thing. Yeah. And we're
1: going to talk a little bit about that down the road, especially in addiction. Yeah.
0: <sighs> Women especially need to work on relationship issues. And when we talk in recovery, we talk about what we deserve as human beings what we now won't settle for. Because before, one of the things that took us out was not dealing with the really the horrors and the abuse that were around us. Yeah. We would mask the pain away. But now, when you work in recovery and you're stripped of those mood-altering substances, you're faced with life. And that's why you need a recovery coach to hold your hand and say, I'm going to make the tough decisions now. And I'm not going to shove it down. I'm not going to shove it under the rug. I'm not going to mask it, escape from it, hide from it, or, you know, live in la-la land and not worry about it. So, yes, that's exactly why when somebody comes out of treatment or when somebody is new in recovery, they need hand-holding. Because in many ways, they're making the biggest decisions of their lives for the first time. And maybe that's finally leaving a verbally abusive or physically abusive relationship.
1: Mm-hmm. That's scary as hell. Yeah, what, what do you what do you think is perhaps a driving factor for the statistics that demonstrate, you know, women women relapse less. You know, there are a couple of things I can com- from a common sense point of view I can point to. But, you know, women that go through the process of getting clean and sober, they come out the other end and they have a different set necessarily of circumstances that affect whether or not they're going to take that next drink or whether or not they're going to use. What do you think that is for women that would cause them to hit the pause button uh, faster than men? Well, I think... I think women
0: seem to be more open to personal Mm -hmm. self-development. Women seem to be meditating more. Women seem to be into this, you know, getting better self-esteem, taking more classes, being more involved. So when a woman evolves in that way and realizes that there are so many things that she can do to evolve on a personal development level, she becomes a sponge for it. So when you start talking about what it's like in recovery, a woman starts to feel really good about herself. So she wants more and more and more. And because of that, she latches on to programs that are geared to helping herself and her character. When men go into treatment, they come out and they say, okay, now I have to go back to the rest of my life and I'm really not so sure that I have to change everything about me. I'm not going to go to a yoga class. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to meditate for an hour. I'm not going to watch self-development videos, but women appreciate that. And that's why total self-development helps a woman stay in sobriety and recovery because she craves it.
1: She wants it. Yeah, I think the thing too that we should talk about is there's a fundamental difference too between the notion of going into a treatment center for 30 days and mm-hmm. the process of recovery, right? Right. Because, you know, if you watch anything like on television or even that movie with Sandra Bullock, where mm-hmm. she goes into a treatment center for 28 days, right? right? You know, you get a sense from her. But the joke about that is look, you gotta be able to not kill a plant before you could be in a relationship. Right. And there's something to be said about that, but there's this, this idea that 28 days and you're good to go. And I think we should talk about that a little bit because that's not it. Recovery is a lifetime choice.
0: It absolutely is. Recovery is a lifetime commitment and a lifetime choice. I'm sitting there after 34 years, I'm still in recovery and I will be in recovery. Okay. I'll be in recovery. Look, with all of the options out there for treatment, there are many different places to go for treatment all over the world. I have been I have traveled all over the world. I have walked into N- Narcotics Anonymous Meetings and Alcoholics Anonymous Meetings in Rio, in, in Spain, in Paris, in London. You could go anywhere, not even speak the language, but you know what they're saying. Okay. Right. No. The initial going to get help portion is not as complicated as it used to be. There are a lot of resources for any economic level. Yeah, boy. The difficulty is understanding what happens afterwards. In early sobriety, in early recovery, or in a relapse situation, you have to be recharged, which is exactly why I put this show together. It is about constantly recharging your recovery because it can slip away from you. It is a lifestyle change. It is personal development and involvement. And you really understand that you change completely the way you think, feel, and act. It's like that computer upgrade. You know, I became Ellen 2.0. And then over the years I became Ellen 10.0. And that's what I want for all of you women out there, to be consistent and to really make some
1: core
0: life changes. That now you have the ability to do, and you're not going to shove under the rug, and you're not going to be ashamed about anymore.
1: Yeah. You're going to begin I, to be. You. And I, I love what you're talking about in the work you do, because you create what, what I refer to as a, a cumulative process. Yes. And what I mean by cumulative is that you start to build up skills, and those skills build other skills, And, you know, it's not like you go through some kind of revolving door and don't pick anything up. But, you know, the coaching work that you do isn't just about talking about something. It's help people take appropriate action to change something. And that's a fundamental difference, I think. Yes, it is. Um,
0: You know, being the pushy board from the Bronx, I always tell people that my approach to coaching is part cheerleader and part drill sergeant. It's a combination of things. It's really fostering new ideas so that people begin to think differently. When you cognitively think differently, you begin to feel differently about something. And then as a consequence, you begin to act differently. There is real behavioral change. And when I see the looks on the faces of the women that I, that I work with, when I see that there's a real shift in their thinking, and now there's a smile on their face, and now it's like the weight of the world is lifted off their shoulders, I can tell you how marvelous a feeling that is. I can see it and feel it too, and we've had some very, very special moments together with the women that I know in recovery, and I have worked with women that are 14 to 75, so it it runs the gamut of all the women I have seen with all of their joys and all of their sorrows, and I just want to be there to hold their hand, and like the pushy broad Push them forward. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Wow. Ellen, thank you. This is really, for, for many people, you know, we're setting the stage for an invitation for people to reach out and get some help, even if you have no idea what the question is, because we don't know what we don't know. But the one thing we do know is that there has always been help on the other side when it comes to recovery. Um, What is the best way for people to reach out to you to get a hold of you? Ellen
0: Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx. Just go to pushybroadfromthebronx.com. There was a big banner that says Recovery uh, Recharged, Recovery Recharge. Click on that link or call me toll-free at 800-889-1757. You don't have to have a question. Just tell me your story. Let's go from there. Just talk to me. Tell me what your life is like
1: right now. I love it. Ellen, thank you for today. Uh, What's your personal message? What would you like to leave folks with today?
0: I want people to understand that it's a great sense to be proud in recovery, but in order to continue that work, you're gonna need some help. Recovery is the greatest thing in the world if you embrace it, and I'm here to guide you through it. Pushy broad from the Bronx, recovery recharged. Thank
1: you very much. I love it. I'm Dr. Pat, and you're going to be here in an entire series on this from Ellen because this is a serious issue. And here's the thing we both know is maybe you can do this yourself. You will have much more success if you decide not to. And please, even if you're not affected by it, please pass Ellen's information on We are on a mission this year to help people far bigger mission than ever before. Thank you all. Thank you, Ellen.
0: Thank you, Dr. Pat. Happy new year, everybody. You've been listening to recovery recharged with certified life and recovery coach, Ellen Stewart, pushy broad from the Bronx. Don't miss your next opportunity to let me help you recharge your recovery Let go of your secrets and change the way you think, feel and act right here on TransformationTalkRadio.com.